Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Boot Nerds podcast. J. Mike, what's going on? What's going on, man? It's been a while again. Uh, we're sorry about that. Uh, this is on me. We've been doing a lot of uh, traveling at Unisport. As you know, the World Cup is around the corner and that means a lot of shoots with players, um, athletes, which is fun, but also a lot of work. So, uh, so yeah, we just had to, 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 to sit a week out. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> it's all good. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. It is what it is, and we can't be more than one uh, one place at a time. So, um, so, so there we go. But how are you, Josh? I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. I'm, I'm I'm not in love with the colder weather that is that is approaching. It's not here yet, but it's approaching. But yeah, yeah, I, and and that's the thing, right? When it's when it's summer, we complain about that. It's it's a little bit too hot. Oh, it's so hot and humid, and uh, and then winter arrives, and we it's the same thing every year. I, Same I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into like old man talk because I don't think we're but we're that old yet. That's that's like a hundred episodes too late. <laughs> we're, we're, I don't think we're we're old enough to have old man talk. Look, we complain about the weather every single episode. Man. I'm just so <laughs> sore these days, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm just I, I'm just thinking, you know, why are we still living in Canada and in Denmark? Why are we not moving to like? Why are we not going south? I, I mean, I, I, I think about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's see. Maybe in a couple of years' time, we'll have the Bootnose podcast, but in Spanish. Let's uh, <laughs> let, let's see what happens. Um, but hey, today one hundred and forty-eight. We're gonna uh, continue where we left off on on the last uh, episode one forty-seven, where we will uh, basically take a look at uh, what's dropped since uh, since we last spoke. Basically, there's been a lot of stuff coming out. Um, we have made some stuff at Unisport, which is pretty cool. And then we also, uh, we can answer some questions, which uh, which is always fun. So again, if you have any questions uh, and you're back, uh, thank you for that, by the way. If you have any questions, leave them in the comment section right down below. We'll try and get back to you in uh, the next couple of episodes. And hopefully we can do it a bit more regularly again when the World Cup is uh, around. Mm -hmm. So Josh, uh, there's been a lot of good stuff. Some shiny stuff, some uh, some cool Unisport stuff, some blackout stuff. Where do you wanna Where do you wanna start? Let's Let's go over the Unisport stuff first because I okay, feel right. like it, <laughs> it, it, the it, vibe is telling you. To. Yeah, I. But I really like what you guys have done here. Again, I think <laughs> I was I was talking to a few people regarding colorways and. I think I have to credit Unisport for being the most creative in the colorway world over the last year. Oh, really? I think well, so. I, I think well, you guys you. have been responsible for some of the... In, in a world of everybody wanting to call people out for copying things that have been done before, I yeah. feel like you guys are very original in everything that you've come out with this year. Well, that's that's more or less the highest praise we can get. Thank you. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 a fun one. Let me just sort out the lasers on this one. Um, that that's one of the things I'm really bad at. When I go and play, I just I take the boots off and I just leave the lasers really unorganized, and it doesn't look very good. Which is bad when you create boot content. But anyways, um, this was a fun one, you know, because uh, as you say, we we've kind of I, I don't know if you can say it's our thing but we've kind of made it a, a, a trend to always try and do something original, something that hasn't been done before and have all these like weird, almost like camouflage patterns, um, at least crazy patterns on um, 
on on minimalistic basis on on the boot. Uh, and I think with this one, this this is the brainchild of uh, one of our, our graphics guys. He's his name is Oscar. He's a, he's a brilliant guy, very creative mind, and he just came and said that like. What about flags? You know, it's the World Cup. Football is the world's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about if we take flags and we use the liquify uh, functionality in Photoshop and we just make a, a cool camel pattern out of it? And we were just like, yeah. You know, football is the world's game. It's, 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 it's for everyone. What if we make, you know, a boot about inclusion by including every flag in the world? So, so that's whether you play on on the normal pitches or on the beaches, on the streets, in the in the cages, um, in the biggest stadiums in the world. You know, wherever you may be playing, football is for you and me and everyone. Uh, so whether you play in Denmark or in Canada or in Nepal, football is a game for you. And and I think, apart from looking like just a, a cool camel beast, there's also a deeper story to this, which we always try and do on top of the. The, the, the crazy stuff that that we just really loved you know um so yeah it's 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 so fun to do like and and to to bring these ideas to uh the guys over at puma is and you know to see them interact with that and and and, and run with it and of course give their feedback sometimes it doesn't work mm-hmm. um what, what what we come with uh and then we of course go back to the drawing board do something else but but yeah it's uh it's been a fun process yeah, I think what I like about this one in particular is it has the duality of being very self-explanatory. I think even with without the story and knowing that it's flags, I think it's very obvious that it's flags, which I, th- I think is cool. But then it also looks like something that you'd see like on the wall in a fine art museum and for some painting that yeah. somebody's selling for millions of dollars. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just has that... Yeah, yeah. It has that abstract look to it while being like, it's a, it's obviously a flashy pair of football boots. I would say more so the ultras than the futures, but it's flashy done in such a way that's both unique and like, again, I don't want to use an art term, but I want to say that it's, it's tastefully done. Well, thank you. Well, that, that was also what we were going, especially with the futures where we really, it was really our focus to to make sure that it also looked it it's not minimal it's not classy you know because there's a lot going on but we still wanted those clean lines we wanted you know if we have a, a a white pair of socks going into these it just looks really really cool and clean all the way down to when the pattern starts and that transition is something we we really like to play with that a lot so so yeah but glad you like them yeah like um, i just i thought back to i think it was during the 2018 world cup and Nike released a whole bunch of sneakers with like a bunch of flags plastered all over them. Uh-huh. I think there was an Air Max 90. There was like an Air Zoom Spiridon or something like that. And they're just like their white shoes covered in flags. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But it's like, it just, I don't know. It, something about it just, I like it as an object. It's not something I would want to wear. This, I think, takes that like world flags concept and makes it very, like I said, tasteful. Something I would uh-huh. want to wear. Damn, I actually haven't seen these. That's uh, that's a great idea they had, and they were a couple of years ahead of us. So, uh, damn it, Nike. <laughs> 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 well, that, what a great idea! Someone should make football boots. <laughs> <laughs> right after saying you guys didn't copy anybody. <laughs> oh uh, no, but uh, but yeah, um, great sh- great shout actually. But it's it's it just it just looks cool. It's a yeah. it's a fun way of of using. And obviously, one of the challenges here was that. 
the flags of the world all have different shades of blue and green and mm-hmm. yellow and red and all that stuff. And that would be impossible. I think there were like, I don't know how many thousand different colors were in the the original file that we presented to Puma. And they were just like, are you kidding us? That's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's gonna- actually, you know what? Good point. And I kind of have that question. Did you guys present something that had too many shades? And is oh, there yeah. a, is there a number of shades that were allowed and not yes. allowed? Like, was there a cutoff? Yes, point? obviously. Really, we, we had to cut. We had to cut down the, but just for the sake of of production. So, so you know, I don't think you can tell when you look at the flags, but they have been altered slightly just to make sense from a production sure. point of view. Uh, um, so, so, so yeah, we had to narrow it down to. I don't remember how how many. Uh, that was with the graphics boys, but, but we had to to narrow it down to a certain um, number of of shades of each color. Hmm. That's really yeah. interesting. And I mean, it, it makes sense, right? You can't, you, otherwise you have like thousands of, of different shades of, of different colors. So, so, um, so yeah. how many flags total were incorporated onto this boot? Is this, is this all the teams in the World Cup or? No, no, this is just all the flags basically in the world. So we went in and we, uh, I think there's a, a, a database where you go, maybe even you can find all the flags of the world in, in like, images on Google, but, uh-huh. but we did, we went in, the boys went in uh, with a list of all the countries in the world, all the flags in the world, and uh, slapped that in a big Photoshop file and uh, and mashed it up. Melted uh, with it. With the liquify tool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and and, and it's, it's fun, right? Because it's a relatively simple process, but that's how it happened. And it goes to show that it's more about the idea necessarily than always the execution. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, our, our idea also look different to what was there. Obviously, we send it down to the guys at Puma. We have a lot of brainstorming sessions. They fine-tune stuff. The same thing happened with uh, with the barbershop boots where where the initial idea in my head and and on the first sketch was a white base with, with red and blue, like very solid stripes. But they mm-hmm. were like, mm, maybe doesn't it look better with a black base and then like these glowy um, gradients around the, the white stripes instead? And we were like, yeah. No, it works. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, I mean, this is not just us. Uh, they're brilliant down there at Puma. Uh, that has to be said. To that's be said. cool. No, that's that's so yeah. cool to hear that. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I can recommend if you ever get the chance, like, do it. Speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, creating your own boots. Like oh, by you, Nike ID. Yeah. We're waiting on ours. Yes. My, well, yours, I have mine. Yours have arrived. Mine have been preparing to ship for a week and a half, Nike. <laughs> I don't know what's oh, no. going on. But <laughs> I sense where this is going. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully for next week's episode, we'll both have our Nike IDs yeah. and we will unveil them to each other and we'll Absolutely. get to see how much better mine are than Jay's. Yes. So it'll be good. Which which is probably why I'm secretly hoping that yours will will they will pull a J Mike and, and lose your boots forever. So, <laughs> <laughs> now let's see. Mine are definitely I think they will they're they're divisive. Um I love them. I absolutely love them. They're simple but effective. Just like me. Divisive. But who said that yeah. Uh, That's interesting. You went you went with controversial. Controversial. I, no, for, I, I wouldn't say they're controversial, but either people are going to think they're... No, I'm not going to say more. I'm not going to say more. Uh, too well, much. I've said too much already. Mine, but basically mine follow the, a concept that might not work at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's the Joma Champion Max replica. Uh, no, no, that was a, very <laughs> successful. That went over well, I think. 
<laughs> Anyways, Josh. Um, so that's come. By the way, also uh, for you guys who sent in uh, your designs, thank you very much. We have a lot of them. We're going to go over them, but we thought it would make more sense if you've actually seen ours when we do yours and uh, yeah. and rate them. So, so um, keep sending see, them see. in if you're getting your pairs before me, because yep. Nike seems to be sending them to everybody except me first. Likely, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, just if you have designs, cool. Also send those in. But yeah. uh, if you have like final pairs, even better. You mm-hmm. better love to see those. But anyways, Josh, um then what? Okay, let's start with uh let's start with these. These are blackouts. Uh these mm-hmm. are blackout Mizuno Alphas. Um and obviously they have dropped in the in the launch colorway the white one, which looks pretty dope, but this is basically Mizuno's new speed boot. And you might be thinking, yeah, 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 hold a second, Jay. What about the Morelli Neos, which are also speed boots? Well, this is a dedicated synthetic speed boot um, that takes over from the Rebula. And we just had a quick quick chat about them uh, b- before we went live. And, and you asked me, what was the material like? And it feels a lot like you saw, uh, you saw precisely pointed out, a lot like what you saw on the Morelia 2 betas, the Morelia Neo 2 betas, of course, um, the, the, the chrome ones. Uh-huh. That um, that material there maybe a little bit, little bit thicker, so it has a little bit more structure to it. And obviously, then you have the the the, the skeleton, the little bit of foam in there that you can see looks a little bit like the regular threes. And you know, there's a, a carbon fiber like insert in the forefoot. You have the Mizuno Energy fo- uh, foam in the heel. Can't tell to be honest. Oh, they do have them. that. That's interesting. Uh, it's it's know. really. Did you also get those shoes? The the big the ones. Yeah, the bubble with the the black yeah. with the red sole. Kind of crazy, yeah. Yeah, those um, are a little ridiculous. I've not worn yeah, them. <laughs> <laughs> I have once, and people gave me strange looks, so I, I didn't wear them again. Um, but also, they have this almost like the best way to describe it is probably shark skin. It feels a little bit like oily to the touch. This uh this this knitted texture in the heel and on the sock liner that really keeps your sock in place. I think, you know, this is really good. What we see on the speed portals is really good. That treatment in the heel on the tequilas as well. Very mm-hmm. nice. Um, but overall, I think they're 189 grams or something like that. Uh, feels really good. It's so such a light, lovely yeah. fitting pair of boots. Super light and just, it fits so well. I mean, if I didn't know that... It was a pair of synthetic boots. I might have well as well have thought that it you know, could have been leather. It's so soft. It's so pliable. It's really good. Interesting. I like it. This is like, we've seen Mizuno do synthetic boots in the past. Yeah. Um, I think the last time they did a full synthetic was Basara. Um, yeah, it was. was. Basara 101, I think. Yeah. No, there was a 102 as well. Wasn't there? There's two generations of Basara, I'm pretty I'm sure. The, I'm not the most... Uh, I could be wrong on that. Because there yeah. was a yellow pair was the first one, and then there was a blue pair, but I can't remember if that was a new color or a new model. Basara was definitely after that. The last one I really distinctly remember is the Wave Ghost, you know, the one with the lace cover, the black and blue ones. And that was before Basara, for sure. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, um, Basara 102? Yeah. Yeah, there was 102, right? And I, I don't think full synthetic Basara was that great of a football boot. I think they did some really cool things with the sole plate and stud pattern, but definitely the leather versions of the Basaras were the ones to have if you if you got an opportunity to try those boots. But I, I definitely don't think what they did in full synthetic was bad. It's just 
it's not Mizuno's niche. And I think Mizuno at this point has become very much a niche brand in terms of only really ever trying to appeal to their core audience. And I think with Alpha here, they are trying to, to, to grow. I think they're trying to reach out to new people that don't necessarily want leather football boots. They want that kind of hardcore speed boot, high tech type of concept that Mizuno as a brand is so capable of. Like Absolutely. you see it in all of their other sports outside of football that they are, they're, they're typically leaders in terms of techno- new technologies being introduced into sports equipment. So this yeah. is something that's really exciting to me. And I, uh, I agree. I, I'm, I'm very curious to try them. Um, and, the and, upper and, and really reminds me of, besides Neo 2 Beta, it reminds me a little bit of 2014 Evo Speed SL. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And, and more people have actually... Uh, commented that on on the unisport videos my uh, my instagram post about it uh and and i definitely see where where you're going with that mm-hmm. and for me it feels it's a fun one because it does have that you know the responsive feel the tooling is ridiculously uh snappy right uh it does feel lightweight but still you get that you, you get the comfort and you get the level of i would say adjustability in the sense that it's relatively wide, you have super deep lacing system. It it will it fits my slim foot relatively well. I can also imagine it does really well with with wider feet. I mean, there's a lot of room to work with here, mm-hmm. and, and and that's a very interesting sensation. That it seems to me the speed boots with the Mercs, uh, and and of course also this one are also now focusing on how can we feel fast and lightweight, but still be comfortable. <laughs> and let's be honest, at the end of the day, comfort is king. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 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 so very interesting one here, and maybe not as minimal and hardcore as they could have made it. Let's say that they've done sure. the Morelia Neos as a synthetic uh, version. That that would be probably <coughs> even more nimble and faster than this one, right? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's an interesting one, um, and and I think it looks really cool too. Just a yeah. lot of uh, translucency and uh, yeah. Yeah, I like what cool they've one. done. I can't help but also think that it's it doesn't appear as technical as I think some of their competitors, um, at least based on pictures. Um, I really, yeah. really appreciate the traditional U-throat construction, standalone tongue, very deep central good, lacing system. I think that yeah. always goes a long way in terms of just making a football boot that will fit more people better. Versus the one-piece upper trend that even Mizuno themselves have done with the Neo 3 beta. Sure. Um, I, I think for me, the, the challenging part of this product is they've created something that can draw new people to the Mizuno brand. However, the elephant in the room, it's always is with Made in Japan Mizuno, it's the price. <laughs> at, at 320 euros, it's... it's- it's, it's, so it's, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. It's it's too much. And you know, this is, you know, I I can appreciate why they're expensive. You've we've both been there, um, in the in the factory in in Hyogo, right? Uh, but I'm just thinking, you launch a new product, and there's a lot of technology in here, and I can appreciate that. But you launch a new product, and and you really want it to compete. You really want to 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 make a a, a big splash in the speedboot market, which is the biggest red ocean out there, right? There's so much competition. Why don't you come in at a competitive price just at least to compete with the materials? I mean, they can be high 200s. Cool. I'm, I'm, that's fine. 280 mm-hmm. would be a very solid price for these. And, and, and I know that's not their style. That's not how they do it. They just give it a little bit of extra something. But for me, it's like, 
it's a great football boot. It fits you really well. It it feels ever so responsive as I would expect it to, also compared to the competitors. And and you know, I wouldn't think twice about wearing these um alongside the Mercs. Uh, mm-hmm. or the or the Furons right now. I mean, they're this good. They feel a little bit more trending towards like a, a, a more general feel than than a dedicated speed boot feel, which I think a lot of people will like. But if you're after that hardcore like ballerina type shoe, this might not be it uh, for mm. me. There are other better boots uh, on the market for that. Uh, yeah. So 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 you know, it's that's that's a little bit of a thing. Where does this land in in also especially in people's perception? That's an interesting one. Yeah, I just think that for me at least, and maybe you or other people might have a different perspective, is that when I when I look at the price of Made in Japan Mizuno, I think part of what would allow me to justify the price is the quality of the product, particularly the quality of materials. And when yep. you're dealing with kangaroo leather, leather in general... There's, there's definitely discrepancy between what Mizuno offers and what pretty much everyone else offers. Yeah, true. Um, there's a gap. Yeah. Where when I look at this synthetic upper, as as cool and as technical as it can be, I, I just, I don't know, I, I feel like there's less justification here in terms of cost difference. Like, I don't look at, I think if, if I go back to like 13-year-old Josh mentality, somebody that's really into speed boots, somebody that's really into new technology and new concepts. I feel like I'm going to look at a Mizuno Alpha and I'm going to look at something like a Nike Mercurial and just spec for spec. I'm so much more impressed by by the amount of technology jammed into the Mercs versus what's been jammed into the Alpha. Of course. It's, it's still a more simple take on a high-tech football boot, which yeah. is not necessarily a bad thing. But again, when you factor in the that these are, what... $70 more than a pair of vapors. The vapors, yeah. Like it's I, I feel like it's gonna be a tough sell for them, which is a little I, bit unfortunate. And 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 I agree, you know, it doesn't come in and smash any of the products uh out of the water. It's a it's a great product, and but but like you say, it doesn't for me at least, it doesn't have that one factor apart from the build quality, which is of course still excellent, but it doesn't have the one factor where you say, okay, the price is justified. You had the leather before. You had that fit that only Mizuno can... Of course, you also have that in these boots. But if you want a really uh, well-fitting synthetic speed boot, you can buy the Vapors. They mm-hmm. are amazing. Okay? So so that's that's going to be the hot sell. Where, where's the USP with this one? And I know Mizuno will come out and point to a lot of things. And sure. But they're within that same spectrum that all the other boots out there are operating within. And I think that is going to be their, their problem with the Alphas. Yeah. And I think I think for me too, if you look at it from the the average consumer who's also gone and watched the Boot Nerds podcast and, and watches reviews on both of our channels and has done a little bit of research on what's good in 2022, and, yeah. and you you compared them to kind of the top two speed boots out there, I think that we both agree on in sure. the Mercs and the Furon V7 Pro. And I think if if the Furon is at all on your radar and you're like looking to try something outside of the Mercurial, because that's just kind of an easy choice. Most people are going to be pretty happy with that. Why on earth are you going to spend $105 more on these Mizunos over a pair of the the New Balance? Yeah. Again, I haven't tried the Alphas yet. I can't really definitively say that I like them more or less than the other two boots that we're talking about here, but I have a hard time believing that they are 
33 or 35% better in terms of cost justification over the Furons, which are just excellent yeah. boots for the money. There and and that's the thing we we're talking about value for money here because I think if you if you you know gun to my head what would I choose these or the Furons well I know it's just stupid I keep then the Ultras came out and I said okay they were like the best dedicated speed pool out there then the Furons came and were better than the Ultras and I was just like and then these came and I would just if money wasn't an issue I'd probably go for these I mm-hmm. I like them a lot but also because it gives me that element of the regular threes which I I, I absolutely love really like. those boots yeah. Uh, and that, that for me is like, it's just an overall really good pair of football boots with a speed element to it. And it has those elements from speed boots that I like a lot, but it's comfortable most of all. So I think I would I would go with these over the Furons if money wasn't an option, but it is to 99% of people out there, right? And that's mm-hmm. where the Furon is such a strong proposition. And 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 I just thought to myself before, uh, while you were talking, uh, that that this is a great pair of football boots. But to justify the price, it needs to be special. It needs to be more than just really good. That's exactly and, what I was thinking. Where is the special sauce with this one? And, and you know, they will claim build quality, but is that special enough? No, because you can also go get a, a Mizuno Morelia Neo 3 and, and you get the build quality, but you also get that special sauce in the leather and you mm-hmm. pay less than on these. So I think maybe Mizuno have, I don't know if it's if it's not probably not arrogance or whatever it is, but they've probably aimed a little bit too high with the price on these compared to the ambition. Like enter the market at like 270, 280 euros to still put a big fat line under the fact that it is a premium product. It is built by hand, all that jazz, cool. But just make it a little bit more realistic for people to buy. You know, yeah. you got to entice people to buy a product if if you don't have that, you know, completely crystal clear USP. And mm-hmm. I don't think compared to the rest of the market that they do enough to justify the price. Yeah. And I also think like, realistically, they've probably produced a couple thousand pairs at the most of these boots, even though it's not a limited edition release. Let's see. Yeah. If that, I don't know. Actually. But, but the problem is I feel like I always get tricked into like thinking to myself that Mizuno is like this underdog brand and they're not. They're a very, very, very big company. Oh yes, they're, they're just—they're just not big in the football in, boot in world Europe. in terms of no. popularity. Exactly, so, but in, but, but, in but Japan, I always seem to give the them this like there? small startup brand pass that I'm not sure that they necessarily deserve because mm. obviously there's huge costs associated with developing a football boot, and this is pretty much as new as we've seen for Mizuno in terms of new tooling, new upper, everything about this boot. Nothing's taken from other models that they yeah. have. And they really haven't changed a lot about other models. But in the it's last just little it's just while. gone too far yeah, with, the, too with much. the price, right? Yeah, yeah, I, it's too I much. As good as it is, it's it's still probably the most expensive um, uh, inline boot out there on the market. Which is it is it's it's just too much money, and and mm-hmm. and that's the thing that the competition is too good now in that specific field for them to enter the market at such a high price. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, anyways, that was a lot of talk about the alphas. I can't wait for you to hear, uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts when you actually get your feet in them. Yeah. Uh, see what you say. Maybe, you know, the heavens open up and you're just yeah, like, maybe 320, that's nothing. That's nothing. But, uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, quick take, Josh, it's just a colorway update, but generation pack, Nike World Cup pack. Lots of different opinions out there on the internet. What do you think? I dig the bronze. I really like it. Um, I, the... 
the Mercs are probably my favorite of the pack. I, oh, not yeah, having yeah, seen yeah, them yeah, in yeah. person yet. I, I think that that's going to be a very popular colorway. Uh, it's distinctive. It's it, obviously we've seen this bronzy copper color on Mercurials way back in the day. Match Mercs, love Match it. Mercs, right? That's the immediate thought there. But I think for the newer generation that is nowhere near that old, this is going to be like an all new thing. And I think it has that potential of being very distinctive and memorable. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly going to stand out from all the other World Cup colorways from any other brand. Absolutely. Uh, Fa- Phantom GT, it's nice, but relatively forgettable. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. I just yeah. don't care for it. And the Tiempos are really good. They really remind me of those Pirlos that we got a yeah. couple years ago. Absolutely. It's effectively, Absolutely. it's that colorway on a Legend 9. Um, but I really like it. I think it's cool. I agree. I, agree. Haven't, I, I don't have it with me yet, which is a shame because I really like them. I want to wear them. But uh, but yeah, I totally agree with everything you said. Phantoms, nice enough, but forgettable. Um, they're not, you know, I didn't lose my mind when I saw them. I, I, I happily wear them. I think they look cool. Very mm-hmm. stylish. But the, but the Mercs are insane. Yeah, the Mercs are cool. Uh, and, and I understand why they might be a bit too much for some people, but I just, I really like it. That you know, hint of navy on the on the tongue, a little bit of splash of pink there. I think it just looks amazing, and they they are so flashy on foot. And still, and I just it's they're they're a classy bunch. They're a classy mm-hmm. bunch. I love them. I love them. For me, the Mercs makes the 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 generation pack the best uh, inline World Cup pack out of all the brands. Of course, yeah. we can both agree that the Flags of the World is the best World Cup pack out there. <laughs> no now, but I, I just, think I. Th- yeah. Yeah, I think I think when we look after this tournament has started and you look at all the players wearing the new World Cup boots, I think the Mercs are going to be the ones that stand out the most. I agree. And finally, there's this one. Yeah. The gold absolutes. Yeah. Those yeah. are cool. Yeah. Those are really cool. And and that's the thing. When I first heard that these would come out, I well, you know, my mind my brain melted out of pure excitement and hype that we were actually going to get these. Because uh, obviously it's been the collector's dream for, you know, God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're lovely, you know, the the leather is soft. You could argue that, that you know, the, the stripes are actually positioned a little bit too high compared to where they maybe ought to be, a little further down. Um, but, you know, it feels like the shape is better in this than it, it was in the white ones that came out from the Eternal class, I think it was called, yeah. um, a couple of years back. I really enjoy these, you know. I've had a couple of sessions in them already. They're just slippers. Um, and I don't hate them as much as I remember hating the Absolutes. So, uh, no, nice. I think Absolute, just having tried the white ones that came out, I don't think it was a year. I think it was less than a year ago, Jay. I don't think it was a couple of years. It's I, I want to say two, it was almost two was years. It two years ago, I think yeah, it's time two years flies. because last year that it was before I moved, um, and I I was I was already living here last year. So oh my it's god, the end that, of the year, dude. it's been that long. That's crazy. Yeah, time but passes. Time flies. I, yeah. I do think absolute translates the best in terms of wearability to a modern football boot, just because I think it's not. There's really not much about an absolute that's dated, other than the fold over tongue. Right. But that's kind of a classic Predator thing. I think that's really cool. But what's yeah. awesome about this colorway, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I was trying to think back to the first time a player from partnered with any brand got a colorway that was exclusive to them and never released to the public. I want to say that might have been the first one ever. 
because Ronaldo's had them. Obviously, like Benzema just got some <laughs> some speed portals that were actually speed flows <laughs> for winning the Ballon d'Or, which I thought was pretty funny. But I can't think of another situation where any other player before that got a special pair of boots to wear in a match that never released to the public. You're probably right. I mean, then it would be Ronaldinho with the gold uh, legends that actually had you know, real gold on them, but it doesn't really mm-hmm. count. We're talking Colorway here, right? Uh, I'll have to do some digging, but mm-hmm. it's it sounds plausible what you're saying. Let, let me I just that I, I remember thinking it must have been that game. Beckham then. Beckham yeah, I was thinking have... if Beckham had something, but I can't remember that he did. Yeah, he did, and I think he had LZ2s. later on. Yeah, the LZ two, yeah. Uh, but I don't recall any of the uh, the early ones. Let's check up on it. And if anyone out there knows, well, let us know in the comments. I'm sure somebody down. knows. Yeah. The only, my only complaint with this is that, you know, the gold uh, absolutes, Zidane's gold absolutes has always been, you know, they've always been this myth, been mythical, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they've been impossible to get your hands on. And the collectors that had them were like, you know, they were sitting on actual gold. Uh, mm-hmm. pun intended, but, but this is just, um, is that, is, is that the right word? Diluted, uh, you know, or watered out the, the, the value of those boots because now more people will be able to get their hands on them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, bit, I, I definitely think that it, it ruins a bit of the mythical aspect about the boots. And as much as I love them and I love that they, they actually did it. It also feels like, you know, uh, Adidas really had to dig down and bring out the big guns. You know, this is a, a it's not a hail mary pass because we all knew that they would, they would, they would fly, but, but it's one of the you know it's one of the strongest cards that they could actually play, and they've played it. Um, and honestly, I think they played two of those cards this year with the black, red, and white uh, manias as well. True. And I feel like both, both releases have been, they've just had weird timing. I've thought. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they didn't there wasn't enough focus around it I don't think for how big a deal it is but maybe it's just so long ago now that the the new wave of consumers don't care as much I don't know maybe I, I think the timing around the absolutes is pretty good you know it's the World Cup Zidane uh cool but was this the right time to bring out you know pull out one of your best cards mm-hmm. um and and should it ever have been pulled? I'm not so sure, you know. Um, but hey, let us know what you think in the comment section right down below, which is also where we got some of the questions and comments from uh, a lot of you guys. Um, so we have one here from uh, Jonathan Rodriguez. Uh, what boot in the last five years can you see as a remake? Also, which past inline model could easily pass as a current inline model today? No age limit. Any past inline model. Any past inline model that could pass as a current model. Um, I think you could take, I think Magista Obra 2 has aged really well. I think that's one that could could come back. Obra 2, the one with the dimples on? Yep, I think that one has aged better than Obra 1. I think think you could take CTR 360 Maestri 3 and throw it in the lineup right now. And it holds up really well, even from a weight perspective. 2014 F50, throw it in the mix. 
that is a no problem a certified winner that one yeah yeah I no problem uh for me the the vapor 13 is like people wouldn't even bat an eyelid if you if you pulled that back mm-hmm. uh and i'm also just thinking like some of the tempos tempo legend 5 bring that out now maybe with a i mean the tooling yeah okay but but bring that back would definitely work um F50 is the uh, the obvious shout. That is the obvious shout. Yeah, I think I went further back than five years, but I would also say any, no, hesitantly, almost any one of the Evo powers. I thought those were all excellent football boots that yeah. did not get the credit they deserved. Maybe the first one is not 2022 standards, at least not in terms of looks but it and, and the silhouette. But yeah, the Vickers could definitely come back. Mm-hmm. Definitely come. Uh, which one could I see done as a remake? That's a good question. Um, Ooh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> In the last five years. It all feels so recent that it's not, it's not, the time is not yet to make a remake, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, it's not long enough, you know? I I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it'll be one of the messy models. Maybe, yeah. We'll come back at some point. They haven't been that great in the last five years. I mean. No, but it's, but just based on name. Yeah. You know, I don't care. I want a remake of the Hypervenom GX. It was a limited edition, but I want another one. You might be the only person in the world that wants that. (laughs) I want a T90 Laser 2, Nike. If you're going to make a Phantom GX, you can make a Laser 2. Got a hold of this guy. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> question for the podcast. I play, that's from uh, Alex F. Timiu, uh, by the way. I play and coach on artificial surfaces three to four times a week. That's dedication, my man. Props for that. Do you know when the Furon 7 or Tequila 4 will be available in AG? Because I can't risk the FG boots. I have issues, as I have issues with both knees and ankles. Failing that was my best option for new AG boots. Uh, and I checked up on it and I'm not sure when they are dropping on the Unisport website yet. Um, so that is, a, that is a great question. Uh, I also thought, and, and Josh, you can, uh, you can, can you please chip in? But I thought... Mm-hmm. If you're both playing and coaching and you have problems with your knees and ankles, maybe AG isn't even the answer. Maybe you should try and go MG. And when I say MG, I'm thinking of the Puma boots. You know, go Future or Ultra MG. Because they have, it's, it's, it's basically like a turf pattern, but with slightly thicker studs. Uh, there's a lot of them, like 40-something. Uh, really, really good for both AG surfaces. Uh, but especially also because they they just they don't dig down as much they don't they don't grip as much and yeah. it's 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 a wonderful plate for especially the older artificial surfaces and if you have like uh, problems with your knees and ankles I, that's what I would do yeah I agree I think the more the shorter studs more studs and more just better pressure distribution yeah that's going to be a lot more comfortable and if honestly if you're coaching a lot. And you're kind of just doing more standing around, maybe a little bit of playing. I think Mundial teams, yeah, I feel like yeah, they yeah, just yeah, yeah. Nah. like it's so comfortable. I agree. It's it's it'll up your it's coaching like, IQ by at least twenty points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just the way to go, and yeah, inexpensive. And, you know, 
it is. So, so you know, get that for coaching and get a pair of, uh, of Puma uh, MG boots for, for playing and you'll be golden. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what I would do. Um, there's also one, uh, Alaric Aguilar is, is mad that I change your name on screen uh, all the time. It's getting a little stale. So um, if you're also out there, if you, Josh, are sick of your name changing all the time, people are sick of all my stupid names then uh, let me know i'll just drop it <laughs> um i don't really care it's just me, that's the best word. part of the boot nerds podcast <laughs> yeah uh francesco evangelista uh hey guys speaking of the hype of mgx which we love obviously wouldn't it be cool to make an episode about underrated limited edition football boots josh two girls over drinks what do you think should we do it oh we could do it i just don't know how many are underrated fair enough you know, well, clearly you don't think the GXs are underrated. So, I mean, that would be an obvious entry on the list for me. But, but hey, I mean. Yeah, we could do that. I just, I would say I'm just so disappointed lately with how many limited edition boots have been better than the inline products. Yeah. Like, I feel that's what 2022 has almost turned into that. Like, if, if I could go back and, and pick some boots to wear, almost all of them are limited edition, which sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be fun with the like top five boots of the year 2022 with how limited, many limited editions will be in there. Um, yeah. That's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, oh, but let's go back. Let's talk about it. Let's see if we can actually make a list and uh, and see where it takes us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then there's been a lot of comments uh, after we had that slightly deeper talk about, you know, uh, being a... Uh, a content creator for so many years and also why we haven't been, you know, churning out podcasts every week uh, like mm-hmm. we used to. It's just, it's just a lot of stuff to do, right? We have, we both have lives on, on, you know, we have our jobs and then we have our lives and we also have the podcast. So, but, but mm-hmm. there's been nothing but positive comments, a lot of appreciation, um, you know, understanding for, for our schedules and, and, and we just really appreciate that. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so Daniel Sakasevsky, uh, C4, C41 and 4, Fear and All, 1977, you know, just a, a few of the comments I read. Really positive um, and just keeps us going. So thank you guys, mm-hmm. really. So, uh, yeah, um, that's the questions I had for this episode of the Boonus Podcast. Uh, if you have any out there on the other side of the screen, let us know in the comment section right down below and uh, we will try to get back to you. Hopefully by... Uh, by the next episode, Josh will finally have his Nike by you, Nike ID boots that we can uh, rate and slate, hopefully. Uh, and then we'll also go back to your boots once we've done that episode. Uh, mm, and which that. I'm very so, excited about. I'm so excited to get mine and then be jealous of everyone else's. That, but that's what always happens, right? <laughs> we make ours and we think, oh, these are great. And then people just send in designs that are just way better than ours. Way more imaginative. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that episode. Send them into the email in, um, in the description. Let us know. And uh, up until that point, stay awesome. Good luck with the weather, Josh. Old man. And uh, <laughs> I've been J-Mike and I approve this message. Subscribe to us as well. That would be awesome. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I approve this message. I'm J-Mike. See you later. Thanks for Whatever. watching, listening. <laughs> yeah. ciao, Whatever ciao. you're doing. Whatever you're doing. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.